When we're driven from a space of love and good energy and kindness, and we honor what's best for us, it's truly the best for everyone. You are doing nobody a favor by not living your truth. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, it's Morgan King, your host with Connect Back In. Welcome, and thank you for being here today. First, I want to start off with an ask. So if you have listened to the podcast before, uh, maybe it's your first time and that's cool too. This might not be for you, maybe after this episode. But if you are a repeat listener, it would be very meaningful and supportive if you would go on to whatever platform you're listening and either rate it or review it. Rating takes about two seconds and whatever honestly comes up for you. I'm not asking for the five star. I would hope for it. But if you're not experiencing that, then I want to know. And I want you to see this as a gift that you're offering to others. Because my whole goal is to create supportive content so that whoever is looking for it can find it. And if you find one of the episodes supportive you're doing someone else a favor by rating or reviewing it because it increases the chances of them finding the episode. So if you would take a moment, maybe press pause, go do that, then come back here and listen. It would really, really mean a lot to me. And thank you in advance for doing that. So getting into today's episode, we're talking real time here. Things that we are going through at our household right now and the lessons that we're learning, and I want to share them while they are relevant with all of you. And this is all about making tough decisions. And the decisions that I like look at as tough are ones in which I know they're best for me, but I'm going to have to go against something that Either society has taught me is right or wrong, my family has taught me is right or wrong, or my belief system is being challenged. So whether examples of this are telling um, a partner that you no longer want to be in a relationship with them, getting a divorce, leaving a job, um, being honest with someone, and... For me, I've come to a place in my life where once this like idea pops into my head, I cannot ignore it, which is a blessing and a curse. So the thought of, okay, in the past, maybe I want to leave a job. Once that thought is there and it feels true for me, I cannot ignore it. Not only that, but it becomes so loud and strong that it is an obsession. It's all my brain thinks about. It creates a lot of fear-based stories around it. It's a very stressful experience, which in reality, in hindsight, after going through the process, I'm always like, wow, that was way 
less dramatic than I thought it was going to be. However, there's a reason for this. And that's what I want to talk through today because I think bringing awareness and light to it and showing you that there is somewhat of a process that we go through when making challenging decisions, I think it makes it less heavy because you're like, oh yeah, I I heard this. I knew this was going to happen. So nothing has gone wrong, even though it might feel like it in the moment, everything is going how it should go. And so first thing is really understanding when it comes to the decision that you're making, how do I know if this is right for me or not? I think there are circumstances where you just can't deny it. It's a very like hell yes or hell no. And I've heard this before from various coaches that like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I think we have been taught to say, well, it's a no, but... And then we caveat with a bunch of rational reasons why we should not do it or why we should do it or whatever the decision is, right? I'm sure some of you can relate to it. I know for myself, I think of like being in romantic relationships for so much longer than I should have been because not only was I uncomfortable with making the decision, I wanted the other person to feel the same way that I did in order to give me permission to make the decision. And oftentimes that's what our brain tells us we need to do. Like we don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And that's not the intention. That's not the objective. It's really about serving what's going to support you the best at the end of the day. And how do you know if this decision is right for you or not? Well, I would say the gut check, right? Checking in with our intuition, getting quiet, imagining the outcome going perfectly as planned, right? Without all the fear-based stories you're telling yourself about what's going to happen if you do this, right? So getting quiet and there is a truth deep within your heart. And when it's not driven by fear, it's driven by love, and what is going to be best for you or best for the highest good of all. And so allowing yourself to sit with the discomfort, which may be present, because you know deep within that this is your truth. And this can take time. And I think there is a process to it. And while it's uncomfortable and it might be unfamiliar, I think it's important to allow it to unfold as it should. I think the overwhelm comes from the urgency to feeling as though this needs to happen now. So if the decision is entering your brain, like I'm going to just talk about what's really top of mind for us right now is my husband resigning from a position. Um, It was a great opportunity. I don't want to get into the details of it, but it just wasn't a good fit. At the end of the day, it wasn't a good fit. And I think he knew that. And in order for him to come to this resolution, I was watching him go through this process of, okay, I have this thought, but no, 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 I can't do that. That's not okay. I would be letting other people down. I'm loyal. I don't give up on things. I need to push forward. This is me backing out and not um, being a wuss and not like pushing on. And that is what your brain wants to tell you. But when you get quiet and you slow down and you're like, wait a minute, like, is this what I want? 
do I want to stay with this job? Pretty quickly or within a short period of time, you will understand that it's a hell yes or a hell no. Okay. So then from there, what happens is this internal battle of what we know is best for us against up against the pressure of what we think we should do based on, like I mentioned, the societal standards or belief systems that we've been taught that just are no longer true for us, but they're so familiar and they're such an ingrained pattern that we question, who would I be without these? If I'm not a loyal person, then who am I, right? But to me, loyalty sometimes is confused and it's either like you're loyal or you're selfish. And I think all these attributes that we look to be to others, we first need to be to ourselves. So if I want to be a loyal person, I need to be loyal to Morgan first, and then I'm able to show up and be loyal for others. I don't need to be loyal for others and jeopardize being loyal to myself. That self-sacrifice is so not true. It's unfortunate that so many of us have been taught that that is what we have to do to show up and be a decent human being. And then what happens is now we've we've grappled with this. We've decided that, you know what, this might be the path I need to take. And before making that decision, something occurs that in coaching we refer to as the extinction burst. And what this is, is when you're breaking through to a new level of being, all your fears surrounding this lesson will magnify tenfold right before you make the decision to pass through to a new level. And it's like, come on, <laughs> like throw me a bone here. Okay, I've decided to do this. And then the fear brain's like, you know what? We don't want you to do this. So we're going to throw at you every single possible fear that you might have surrounding making this decision. And when you know this and you can prepare for this, it, like I said, it makes it seem more like a, okay, all right, I get you. I know that this is part of the process, right? Versus like, okay, obviously I'm freaking out. I shouldn't do this. And that often happens with most people and they stay small because it's scary because our fear brain takes over. It becomes the person controlling the situation, whereas which you can become the observer because you know this is happening. This extinction burst is going to magnify all your fears until you continue to push forward and then they just disappear. They extinct. They go poof into the air. So this can take some time and some deliberate intention that no, 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 regardless of how I feel about this, I know deep down within me that I need to move forward with this decision. So fear brain, you can say all you want to say and allowing yourself the grace to feel those things and say, you know what? I'm scared right now. I'm scared for what could happen here. That's okay. You can be scared. Allow yourself to be scared while still continuing forward on the path that you know is your truth. So then another thing that can happen is you might get this vote of confidence all of a sudden, like, okay, all right, this is it. You know what? I deserve to leave this job. I'm just going to continue using the job as an example. I deserve to leave this job. I want something better for myself. I don't need to put up with it. You know, like you kind of get this like enthusiasm, this confidence, right? And you're like, yes, this is the decision I want to make. And 
we don't necessarily take action during that time because we're building the muscle of confidence. We're like, okay, this is what I want to do. And when we get there, we assume that this is going to last and that the fear is gone. It's no longer going to come back up. But the trick is, this is a little sneak. What happens is we don't take action, right? So we're confident about it. We're like, I'm going to do it tomorrow or whenever the experience is supposed to happen where the decision will be made. It's generally not in that moment. Right before you're going to take the action, the fear brain will come back. Right before the final extinction burst, okay? So what I recommend doing is when you have a just ounce of confidence that this is the right decision for you, your fear brain is dormant for just a moment, you write yourself a letter, you write yourself a mantra, an affirmation, something that is from you that you can refer back to. Because when you get back into the fear brain, no matter what someone else is going to tell you, like in most cases, it's not going to resonate as much as it would if it's coming directly from you. So with my husband, prior to going forward with this action, he did have a moment of clarity. He had a moment of confidence. And I was like, babe, write down how you feel right now. Write down the reasons why this is a good decision for you and the energy that you're coming from and like all the things that you're thinking. And then the next morning, of course, no surprise because we're all human. This is just a human process of moving through the muck and the mud to then break forward. We have to break ourselves down sometimes in order to grow and learn and become the version of ourselves that we want to be. It can be assumed as like, something's going against me. Why is this happening to me? Victim mode. But in the truth of it, it's supporting you. It's strengthening the belief, the muscle that I am worthy. I am enough. I am here to make decisions that are supportive to me. So then the next morning he woke up, he was feeling discouraged again. I don't want to do this. And I was like, refer back to the journaling you did last night. And that was so powerful for him. And like I said, even just an affirmation or a mantra of like, you know what? I'm worthy of a job that fulfills me and makes me feel incredible. And then also some rational um, thoughts that were supportive weren't necessarily specifically about him. And I want to talk about this for a second because when you are called to make a decision, it is not only for you, but it's for the highest good of all. And it was so crazy, the timing, but that morning when he was kind of going back in turmoil... I was reading um, this book I read every morning. It's called A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. So it's just like daily inspiration. It's um, dated. So you have like one every single morning. And it was basically about how when I was honestly around a job, which is so crazy, the specifics around the story of he wanted to quit the job. He worked at this business and he just didn't like it, but he felt guilty and he felt as though he should have stayed at this job. And then something in him told him, no, 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 no. He went through the extinction burst. He finally got the courage. He quit the job. And then he came back not only as a thriving, successful author, because he was finally able to pursue what was meant for him, but the new person in the role was such a better fit that the company was doing better, the individual who was in the position was so grateful to be there. When if he would have stayed in that role, the company would have suffered, he would have suffered. And like, who knows what 
negative impact that could have. So when we're driven from a space of love and good energy and kindness, and we honor what's best for us, it's truly the best for everyone. You are doing nobody a favor by not living your truth. That is a complete lie that we have been told. You need to just do this so that no one feels bad. Well, actually, when you are sitting there in angst and worry and frustration and irritation because you're going against your own guidance system, it impacts everyone around you. So it's not necessarily just about you. So these are key pieces that when you're in that confidence mode about making a decision that's scary or challenging, you can think, how is this going to support everyone else in the long run? It can honestly be as simple as, I will, I will be more joyful because when I'm more joyful, think of what light energy is brought into the universe and to people's lives, whether it's to your family, to your friends, the ripple effect is so strong. It's hard to track. And there's things that we will never see in regard to the impact of just showing up in joy. So if this decision is going to bring you more peace and joy, that is enough. That is totally worth it. And while in the background, you're going to hear the voice of, you shouldn't do that. Don't be a quitter. You know, don't hurt anybody's feelings. In the end, if you're not honoring yourself first, you are not supporting anyone. That is an illusion. So when something comes forward to challenge you, I also want to talk about this, which is like this whole piece of the episode is really about making tough decisions. So in most cases, this is going to be a challenging experience. You have been given the opportunity because it is the time in which it offers you to shift your consciousness in a new way. The challenges that we face are gifts. And in the moment, it's really tough to see that. We perceive challenges as negative. I know I do too. It's a human thing. But what if we were to ask ourselves, what is the gift in this? What is spirit trying to tell me? Why am I being guided to make this decision? Like, what is, what is happening here? And diving deep into that to further build the belief that this is what you should do. And so in the case of quitting the job, what is the gift in this? Well, I'm learning to honor myself above all else. I'm learning that I have a really strong guidance system that's going to tell me what direction I should move forward in in my life. I am no longer settling. I am trusting I'm giving the business an opportunity to hire someone new that's going to be a better fit and will support them in a bigger way. Or maybe it's simply just standing up for yourself. What is the gift in this decision, this challenge that you're facing? And including that in your scripting and your journaling when you have that vote of confidence. And now I will say too, like, Depending on the severity 
of the decision that you're making, whether it's like, like I said at the beginning, kind of like a divorce. It's obviously has a heavy, um, it's a large life decision. It impacts a lot of people. And that type of a decision can really bring forward more than one fear. And it can be debilitating. Our thought brain, our fear brain, our intellectual brain, during the extinction burst, before it extincts, will bring up all the things. And our brain makes us think that if we focus on this as much as possible, that we will come up with a solution that will feel good. And when you come, as I've said this many a time, you can't have create a solution from the same brain that created the problem. So if you're trapped in worry, fear, um, scarcity, oh my gosh, what's going to happen if, and you have the inability to ask yourself, if I were not afraid, I would X. If I were not afraid of what people thought of me, I would do what? If you can't access that part of your brain because you're so entrapped in fear, it is time to walk away from the circumstance, give yourself a break, go for a walk, listen to a podcast, go talk to a friend, not about the issue. Just giving your brain space, go back to being general topics, like removing yourself instead of deeply entrenching in thought, which I've totally done. I've stayed up many a night's worried and thinking about how I'm going to solution something. And it only makes it bigger and more dramatic and more fearful, right? Can you guys relate to this? It's when I'm able to turn the brain off, something comes about luckily that shifts my focus or I deliberately choose to, that I settle down, I'm able to revisit what's going on and make a better decision for myself that's more supportive and allows me to take the next step forward. So just a reminder there, not only when it comes to facing big decisions, but any circumstance that's uncomfortable to you, if you try and stay in it and try and find the solution, you will only continue to exacerbate the problem. It's when you remove yourself from the circumstance, you give yourself space, you realign, you can come back and the solution comes very quickly and or you don't feel the need to have a quick solution. It will unfold as it should and you just trust the process. So I hope this was helpful for you today for anybody who's coming across life decisions that are big, whether it's to take the job, to not take the job, to quit, to move, to buy a house, to not buy a house, to sell, to get a divorce, to whatever it is. If you're making a big life decision, just know that if it feels like your truth, whether there's fear around it or not, that is the step you need to take in order to catapult yourself into the next level of who you're meant to be. Not only that, but I will say too, once you make the decision and you're showing up for yourself, the universe responds tenfold. Oh, okay. You respect yourself now. We're going to send you a bunch of people that respect you and show you circumstances and things that also manifest that. Oh, you think you're enough now? Here, Here's a check, right? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but it's so true. Like when you believe that and you take action, believing in what's best for you, the universe will reflect that back to you and your outer world. So not only is it worth it to create a resolution for yourself internally about the decision, 
But when you show up for yourself, the universe shows up for you. So thank you again, as always, for listening. Go rate, go review. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In. And thank you for listening.